0: Truth. this is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Powered by JTR Roofing.
2: Breaking news this hour from Townhall.com. I'm John Scott. In remarks to this year's national prayer breakfast, President Biden says he leans on his religious faith for strength and guidance. For me, in the darkest moments, faith provides hope and solace, provides clarity. And purpose as well. Republican Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma offered a prayer. Help us to be reconciled. Help us to see each other as you see us.
0: And that we would see people that we disagree with as people that were created by
2: you with value and worth. Help us to be ambassadors of Christ. This was the 69th annual National Prayer Breakfast, which went entirely virtual this year because of the pandemic. The House of Representatives has passed a budget resolution which opens the way forward on President Biden's proposed $1.9 trillion COVID relief package. Democrats argue that the funds would help businesses and families in this pandemic-affected the economy. Republicans claim that a significant amount of the spending does not specifically address coronavirus needs. Also at townhall.com, the number of Americans seeking unemployment benefits has dropped, but... Shows people are still losing jobs to the coronavirus pandemic.
0: The Labor Department says 779,000 people applied for jobless aid last week, down 33,000 from the previous week. However, before the virus surfaced in March, applications never topped 700,000. The latest unemployment data show just under 18 million people were still receiving jobless benefits in mid January. But once vaccinations become more widely distributed and administered in coming months, economists expect growth to pick up at a sustained clip. Mike Hemp in
3: Washington. On
2: Wall Street, the Dow up 262 points, the NASDAQ 97 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. In
3: 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman, this advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance. Or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage.
4: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Core, 25 Melville Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1335. Rack Animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. We've got Like It Matters Radio and Scott V. Black coming up next year on a Thursday morning. Thank you for joining us on Freedom 1570 just after 11 a.m. in the KingdomBuilders.com studio. That winter weather advisory wraps up at 3 p.m. this afternoon. It's going to be windy out there. Temps will be dropping shortly all the way down to 5 for our overnight low. We could see an inch of snow in between now and then. It's going to be minus 12 tonight with that wind chill. Cold all weekend long for Saturday, only 2 for Sunday, minus 2 and 0 for Monday. That is your cold forecast on Freedom 1570.
0: This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The impeachment
4: of citizen Donald Trump. I think it is petty and vindictive on the Democrats' part, and I think they're engaged in political retribution. Join
0: us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday afternoon at 3 and Sunday afternoon at 2, here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth.
5: Hi, this is Tim from the Kingdom Builders. Joshua 1:9 tells us, "Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This verse pretty obviously implies that the Lord has said this before. Are we listening? I often wonder why we need to be reminded of this over and over. I find myself trying to encourage others to remember the Lord's continuous provision while I tend to forget myself. Let's not forget biblical history when time after time the Almighty Lord took care of things better than anyone could have ever imagined. Let's also not forget how He has been faithful in taking care of us far beyond what we deserve every single day. If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at timo at thekingdombuilders.com. That's timo at thekingdombuilders.com. Or you can call us at 612-900-9166. That's
1: 612-900-9166. ...rest on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its
3: management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application.
0: Oh, boy, this is
3: going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio, keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy. Mr. Scott B. Black.
6: So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Yes, I am he, Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about something that is encompassing uh, every single human being on this planet, uh, every single American, every one of us listening right here, right now. Uh, and it's an important topic. It's an important subject. And today, what we're going to be talking about uh, is fear. Fear. Because fear seems to be uh, really the most important thing going on in people's lives. You know, uh, today's word of the day is lacrimose. Lachrymose, And what it means, it's a suggestive of or tending to cause fears or tears, sorry, mournful, given to weeping, tearful, mournful, sad, Uh, it's incredible, showing sorrow, Uh, Dolores, it's uh, Dolores, weeping, tearful, sorrowful, experiencing or marked by or expressing sorrow, especially that associated with irreparable loss sorrowful widows, or a sorrowful tale of death and despair, sorrowful news. Remember Proverbs fourteen thirteen says, even in laughter, the heart is sorrowful. And ladies and gentlemen, it's part of life. One thing I learned a long time ago is it really is part of life, fear. Fear is a powerful tool. Pa- fear can be a great motivator. Uh, it can be a great demotivator. But it is something that we all have in our lives. And I'm going to tell you right now how you process this fear, how you handle this fear, uh, what you do with fear uh, has consequences. And not just for your life, also for the lives of those around you. Remember in the study of epigenetics, uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf, I reference her books a lot of time. Uh, she wrote a couple books uh Uh, Who's uh, turned Off My Brain, uh, Switch On Your Brain, The Perfect You. Uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf, a great, great read. She's a really smart woman. And also Dr. Bruce Lipton, who wrote the book, uh, what's it called, Biology uh, of a Thought, Biology of Belief. No, that's what it is, Biology of Belief, Biology of Belief. And he goes down and says, basically, we've always believed that the cell was driven by the nucleus. He said, but we're wrong. He says, what really drives the cell is the cell membrane. And so he said, so technically, we're a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And one of the greatest environments we live in outside of the place that we spend a majority of our physical life, whether that's your home, whether that's your job, is our thoughts. We can never escape our thoughts. It's like when David was writing uh, in the Psalms, he said, Yo, where can I go uh, to escape you, God? If I go to the bottom of Sheol, if I go to the top of heaven, if I'm at the bottom of the ocean or top of the clouds or the mountains, there is absolutely nowhere I can go, David said, uh, to be away from God. And the same thing is in our mind. We live in our mind. It is the ultimate environment, whether we're driving on the street whether we're sleeping, uh, whether we're sitting there, you know, numbing, you know, watching TV or flipping through the remote control. We all are in our heads. Why do you think so many people do drugs or do alcohol? Why do you think there's so many different ways to self-medicate? Whether it be pornography or sex, whether it be the Bible or God, uh, whether it be food or the gym. We all find ways to self-medicate. Do I? Because whether you share your bed with anybody else or not, we all have to sleep with ourselves. Something I learned a long time ago. And why do we need such drugs and alcohol, such a mentally numbing devices? Because it's hard to be with ourselves in our head. Because for many people, it's hell inside there. Remember, 50 million Americans before the pandemic struggled with depression. And a majority of depression falls under a category called situational depression. And what causes situational depression is our self-talk. And if you don't understand what self-talk is, it's what you call thinking. And why does this matter? Because fear pervades all aspects of our life. And one thing I learned I'm a father of four is that the kids are always watching. They're always watching, even when you think they're not watching. You know, I remember seeing stuff with the Black Lives Matter rallies, all the riots and all the people killed by Black Lives Matter and and all the buildings burned down and all the people abused. I remember for eight months that the Democrats said nothing, and now they're up for a Nobel Peace Prize, by the way. But I remember a a little kid There was like a five-year-old girl and uh, there were Black Lives, Mally, R- Lives Matter protests that called rally. They're protests. They're burning things down, beating people up, screaming in f- profanities at cops, spitting in people's face. That's what they call a, a rally. But I remember seeing a little girl going up to a cop, a little black girl. And she went up to, I think it was a black cop, and says, are you going to kill me? Now, where did that five-year-old girl get the thought that that honorable man in blue who happens to be black was going to kill her because she was black and he was a cop. That's because people are always watching. And you got to realize that children learn from what they see. The Bible says sins of the father go three and four generations, and that's what it means. We create an environment for stuff to happen that causes generational impact. Children learn from what they see and from what they hear. So I love this saying, when you thought I wasn't looking. I saw you hang my first painting on the refrigerator, and I immediately wanted to paint another one. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you feed a stray cat, and I learned that it was good to be kind to animals. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you make my favorite cake for me, and I learned that the little things can be special things in life. When you thought I wasn't looking, I heard you say a prayer, and I knew that there's a God and I could always talk to you and I learned to trust in him. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you make a meal and take it to a friend who was sick and I learned that we all have to help take care of each other. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you give of your time and money to help people who had nothing and I learned that those who have something should always give to those who have nothing. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you take care of our house and everyone in it, and I learned we have to take care of what we are given. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw how you handled your responsibilities, even when you didn't feel good, and I learned that I would have to be responsible when I grow up. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw tears come from your eyes, and I learned that sometimes things hurt and it's okay to cry. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw that you cared, and I wanted to be everything that I could be because you cared. When you thought I wasn't looking, I learned most of life's lessons that I need to know to be a good and productive person when I'm no longer a child. I looked at you and wanted to say to you, thanks for all the things I saw when you thought I wasn't looking. The other day, before the election, my son, my little six-year-old son came up to me and said, Joe Biden's a bad man. Joe Biden wants to destroy America. Uh, The Democrats are mean and evil. And I chuckled. And I said, yes, I agree with that. And daddy shouldn't be saying those things in front of you. Because sometimes we can disagree with somebody. And that doesn't make them a bad person we got to be careful, ladies and gentlemen, because little kids want to be just like us. Why do you think they walk in our shoes? It's the ultimate. They're saying, I want to be like you, Daddy. I want to be like you, Mommy. And when we're living in fear, when everything that drives us is fear-based, when we're lacrimose, then we pass that on to our kids, and it causes problems for three and four generations. I am Mr. Black. I'll be back.
3: Stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. Whenever the flu or something worse is going around, some people don't get it. They aren't just lucky. Their immune systems are better prepared. Even vaccines don't work if the immune system is weak. I'm certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. On my Healthy by Nature show, our expert guests teach you how to build immune strength naturally and feel better, more energetic.
0: Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. here on Freedom 1570. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more.
6: This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're covering a big old word, a big old word. It's called lacrimose. Love it, lacrimose. It is the word of the day from dictionary.com. Remember, uh, your noggin, your noodle, your brain is the one organ in your body. That never has to deteriorate. It has unlimited plasticity. And so that's why you got to spend an hour a day with me. I'm working on your noggin. I'm working on your noodle. And so if you miss any of this radio show, you need to be listening to at least an hour a day of the black man. That's me. And so you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And we're working right now to get syndicated. So uh, we need your funds. We're registered 501c3. So feel free to assist us in changing this world one person at a time because the battle's in the mind. And if you're not winning the battle in the mind, nothing else matters because uh, life is just, uh, what is it? Uh, life is just a, 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 a lot of things. If you're losing the battle of the mind, uh, it's going to be trauma, it's going to be drama, it's going to be panic, and it's going to be fear. And that's what lachrymose means, suggestive of or tending to cause tears, mournful. It is fear-based. It is weeping, tearful. Uh, there's a lot of people that feel that way in this country. There's a lot of us who are followers of the God of the Bible, who saw a party take over all forms of government that hate God. Uh, their, their entire platform violates every one of the Ten Commandments. Uh, And there's a lot of people that are struggling, like, why God, why God? Just like if you read the book of Ezekiel, read the book of Isaiah, you look, uh, all these people from Jeremiah, uh, people always wonder, why God, why are, why is evil triumphing? Why are your children struggling? Why are there people over us that mock you, that, that spit in your face, uh, that abuse us for following you? How long, O Lord? And here we are in America, we're finally getting a chance to experience some of the persecution that we've read about for years, and it's going to get worse. Because with the team Biden in place, this is a new America. We no longer follow after God. We no longer have fair and free press. We no longer have freedom of speech. We no longer uh, have freedom of religion. We no longer have an equal justice system, although it's not always equal for everybody. I watched enough Dateline. There's a lot of innocent people in prison black people, white people, brown people, old people, young people. And most of those people are poor because it's not black or white. That kind of has created a different justice system up until now. It's been finances, socioeconomic. Trust me, I'm a white guy. If I got thrown in prison, uh, I'm staying there. I don't have money to defend myself. It has nothing to do with the color of my skin. It has to do with the size of my bank account. But today... It has to do with what your last name is. If your last name is Clinton or Biden, uh, you have one set of law. Uh, If it's conservative or Christian or any way associated with Trump, you have a totally different set of law. So that could be discouraging. And so we can get in this lachrymose mindset. But I want you to know that we're in charge. We're in charge. And this is why it's important for all of us to pick ourselves up, to dust ourselves off, and to hit it again. We've got to remind ourselves who we are, why we're here, whose we are. We might not be able to control the environment, but we can control our internal environment. We can control our thought process. Remember, the Bible tells us to hold our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. The good book says to, as a man thinketh, so he becomes. The book says to guard your heart from all the issues of life come from it. And so we've got to follow instructions from our Father. And today, I want you to know that the stories that you tell yourself, your thoughts, because remember, think is nothing more than talking to yourself, dictates a lot. And in the study of transactional analysis, I talk about life scripts. And we have these life scripts. I, I, I remember on Facebook, there was this black lady, her name's Tamika. And she went on at one time, and I'm some reason associated with her, we have nothing in common. I'm not sure how we're connected on, on, on Facebook, and she just went in and said, Uh, oh, it's just so, so miserable. I just think of what my life could be if it wasn't for my skin color. I'm like, Wow, this lady's in her mid 30s, maybe late 30s, early 40s, and just whining. It's life so unfair because she's black. Oh my gosh. That's the lie that she's bought into. And the problem is, I was starting to want to encourage her, I was, uh, you know, um, Facebooking her back and forth. And I, I, everything was building her up. You're, you're a strong woman. You can overcome this. I, that, that thinking's not good for you. Even if it's true, it's destructive. And you know what happened? Five minutes later, her mom now starts messaging me and starts trashing me, attacking me, calling me white privilege, I'm evil, all this stuff. Like, whoa. So I wonder where little Tamika got her victimhood from. I wonder where little Tamika got her white people are evil from. See, we got to be careful about the stories we tell ourselves. And then we got to be careful because kids are watching. And what happens is our kids mimic us. They copy us. That's what logotherapy is. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl's work in logotherapy? That man has a will to meaning. A little kid always asks the question, why? Why mommy? Why daddy? Why are they doing that? Why does it say that? Because we're little meaning makers. We connect dots. And we gotta be careful. If we're living in fear and having fear be the pervasive emotion, first of all, you don't have faith. And if you're a child of God, that's impossible for you to be a victim of anything. You have unmerited favor, you have grace and mercy. How can you be the victim of anything? You're a prince or a princess in the kingdom of God, you're a co heir to the kingdom of God, you're a a priest. Wow. And you did nothing to for it. You only love God because he loved you first. You only know the word of God because he allows you to know the word of God. You didn't seek him. He sought you. You didn't love him first. He loved you. So if you have unmerited favor and Jesus Christ on the cross himself, the seven things he said, which the first one was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. How can you claim to be a child of God in one sentence and then play victim and scream, You know, you know, prejudice, racial injustice, white privilege. They negate each other. Either you're a child of God or you're a victim. Which one? You got to decide. See, as human beings, we create stories to help make sense of the world. That's the logotherapy. And that's also in transactional analysis what we talk about when we talk about scripts. So you got to realize this. They're called scripts. Stories run through time like our lives. We put ourselves in the place of a protagonist or, or other players feeling what it might may be like to be this or be like that. See, the greatest story for each of us is the story of our lives. We constantly retell ourselves about what has happened to us, replaying the internal video and attributing good and bad roles to the various players in our lives. We also project in the future wondering what might be. And underneath all this, often unrealized, is the great story that was made up a long time ago. Remember, by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. you got to get this, parents. You're programming your kids. Every single one of us has been programmed. And I'm going to tell you something right now. You are working perfectly. Now, some of you just heard me say that you were perfect. I didn't say that at all. Quit lying to yourself. Listen. I said every single person is working perfectly. In other words, you are getting exactly the results you have been programmed to get. They're called life scripts, and these life scripts shape our thoughts and actions and the stories we tell ourselves. If my life script does not contain being a doctor, then I'll never wonder about such a career or wish I could be one. If I have thought of myself as inferior then my life script will position me as such. And life scripts are defined within the field of transactional analysis, and as such are often viewed within the frame of the parent-adult-child model. And think about this. Script messages come from modeling, you know, visible ways adults and peers behave, attributions, being told by other people, you're just like this, you're just like that. Suggestions, hints and encouragement, such as always do your best, or you know, and this is where I, I saw on um, uh, what is it uh, Spectrum, Spectrum News. Oh my gosh, I got Spectrum, which we're gonna cancel it. Their news is so liberal. Oh my gosh, I saw a story. There's this black young black man, probably 18 years old, and says, "Yeah, I got it. It's a news. It's being interviewed. Yeah, I got this software program, and my mom needs it, so she knows I'm safe. So wherever I go, I gotta let her know." Uh, because as a black man, it's so scary to get in my car. As a black man, whenever I see a cop, I shut down. I, I almost have to pull over to the side of the road and c- calm myself. And I'm like, wow. His parents have done him no service. His parents have made him believe that cops are out to kill him. And because he's black, he's a hunted beast. Now you tell me, in what world is that script going to serve him well? It's gonna create all fear-based. We have injunctions. Injunction demands to do or not do things. We're programmed by society. We're programmed by our parents. Don't do this, don't be this, don't be close, don't be separate, don't be you, don't be the sex you are, don't be a child, don't grow up, don't talk to me that way, don't be important, don't want, don't need, don't think, don't feel, don't trust, don't... Oh my gosh. Think about what we're doing. And so we got to get a control of this thing called fear. Because let's be honest, we live in a fear. We're afraid of the pandemic. Joe Biden's running mate was not Kamala Harris. It was COVID-19. It was fear. The media had you to fear it so badly that whatever it took, you were going to make sure it was the most important thing that you focused on. And so I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to shake that off. To pick yourself up, dust yourself off a hit again. We don't need to run around in fear fear was given to us a purpose remember the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom proverb nine ten says and hebrews ten thirty one says fearful uh, uh it is a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living god so there's a use for fear but when you're treating it as the only tool in your toolbox i'm telling you right now you're accepting good enough it's time to step over the line leaders i am black we'll be back in a couple of minutes Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am the black man, your life caddy, on the radio every day. From Monday through Friday, and now we're going to be on satellite as well. So check your local radio stations, and if you have a local radio station, go and tell them that you need to hear Like It Matters Radio. And reach out to me; it's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. M R B L A C K at likeitmattersradio.com. And we could sure use your help funding this thing, because we're on a mission to change this world one person at a time to win the battle that is in the mind. And today, we're talking about lachrymose. It's a great word. It's the word of the day with dictionary.com. I highly suggest you get a new word every day and you use it, apply it to get your noggin, get your noodle growing. It says, suggestive of or tending to cause tears, mournful, given to weeping, sad, sorrowful, mournful. Uh, You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's part of life. Uh, The Bible says that the rain falls on the saved and the unsaved, that the sun shines on the righteous and the unrighteous. In the Christian world, it's called sanctification. God uses the unfairness of life, uh, the meanness of life, uh, the unjustness of life. You hear all that? It's part of life, people. Read the good book. Life ain't no fair, and life is hard. So let's put our big boy pants on. Let's put our big girl pants on. Let's pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and hit it again. A leader knows Proverbs twenty four sixteen, For the righteous will stumble seven times, but get back up. But the wicked will stumble to ruin. When you know who you are, when you know why you're here, when you know whose you are, those existential questions, then you know what? Fear doesn't have the control over you. Fear is a liar, as Josh did. I forgot the guy's name, Josh. Uh, I don't know if it's Baldwin or whatever it is. But a great song, Google it. Fear is a liar said he, he will take your breath. He will stop you in your steps. Fear, he is a liar. He will rob you your rest, steal your happiness, cast your fear in the fire. Because fear, he is a liar. See, we we're told all our life we're not good enough. We're told we're not right. We're told we're not strong enough. That is a lie from the pit of hell. That's what fear we're told that we, we can't have Christmas, that we can't have Super Bowl parties. We're told that healthy people need to be quarantined. We're told that kids who have a very low infection rate with COVID and even a lot less death rate with COVID, we're told that they can't go to school because of the, there has nothing to do with science. It has to do with you being afraid. Never let a crisis go to waste, Rob Emanuel said. And the Democrats believe it. Look up Saul Alinsky, Rules to Radicals. Look up Joseph Goebbels, uh, Nazi propaganda minister. Trust me, the Democratic Party have studied these people. Uh, and Joseph Goebbels said with enough time that he could make a, a, a country believe that a circle is a square. All you. And the media has trashed Trump for four years, so now people hate him. They've been programmed to hate him. And now the media, state run media, now everything Joe Biden does is good. Notice how you don't hear anymore about Hunter Biden's laptop with the child pornography on it and all kinds of stuff and money laundering, just like you don't hear about uh, Hillary Clinton's server that supposedly was hacked into by the Russians, but no one can look at it, right? See, it's all fear. They want to get you afraid. Look at the Capitol. Did you watch the inauguration? It looked like North Korea. Looked like China. Barbed wire up. Military people everywhere. Why all these military people when there's nothing going on? Look at four years ago, the inauguration of Donald Trump. Look at all the fires. Look at all the riots. Look at all the stuff. There was none of that. But there was no police presence last year, four years ago. See, it's fear. They've got to get you afraid. Why? Because when you're afraid, you will reach out for help. And then the government becomes your daddy. And the problem is, if you live under daddy's house, you follow daddy's rules. One of my favorite books is a book by, called Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot by Dr. Richard Riestek, a neuroscientist. And he says, Many of us experience physical and psychological responses to the thoughts, words, and behaviors of others. Don't you see? You're supposed to be afraid. The entire Democratic platform is based on fear that they got to protect you from the evil Republicans. They got to protect you from the seditionists. You know, they've challenged the election for four years. They called him a fake president. They said the Russians stole the election. And that's democracy in action. Now we have proof that was a fraudulent election, and we're all seditionists. We're all now un American. Isn't that stunning? How, if you have the media on your side and the media spouts your lies, some people are drones, they'll believe whatever. And that's why I do this show, so that you can think for yourself. No, Even if you're a Biden supporter, you should have a reason for everything you believe. And not because Trump is bad. The reason can't be Trump is bad. Share with people why you support him. Share with people why you think he's doing a good job. Share with people why, what he's doing. And then give a logical reason. Maybe you could sway some of us. I'd like to believe. I'd like to believe in Pollyanna. I'd like to believe in Santa Claus. I'd like to believe in white picket fence. I'd like to believe in Camelot. Help me believe, please. But give me a reason. Don't stick me in a closet and get some pills in me and then make me believe la-la land. See, at a physical level, responses from our words and behaviors, not just of ourselves but others, are linked to chemical alterations no less powerful than those initiated by a drug. And Dr. Riestek talks about a PET scan, right? It's like an active MRI. It's a positron emissions topography. And what it does is it reveals that thinking sad versus happy thoughts can actually change brain chemistry. That's the whole concept of epigenetics, where you can actually change uh, the codes that are coming out of your molecular structure. You don't actually change the DNA. You don't change, but you, you change which ones are functioning. You shut them on and shut them off, different door. Again, not a, I'm not a scientist, but you can basically change. I mean, for four years up until two years ago, I basically was done with this world. My kids, I was struggled with my kids. I'd given everything to them, and they weren't, uh, you know, they were disrespecting me. My wife, who I gave everything to, I thought, oh, my gosh, here we are again, a bad marriage, and I would do anything for my wife. I'm going to love her no matter what. I mean, the world's getting darker. I mean, America's left God, and so I'm thinking, know, oh God, just get me off this planet. Every day I woke up, I said it was a little disappointing. And you know what happened? My hair started falling out over three four years slowly. Uh, I started getting aches and pains. For the first 52 years of my life, I I thought i beat aging. And when I realized uh, what I call being a realist, I was just being a realist, that I was actually programming myself to shut off certain things. And I I really had to snap myself out of it. No matter what's going on in the environment, I am here for a purpose, that God put me here for a purpose. And since that time, I'm seeing it reversing. My hair has been fully grown back. My hairline's back. It's growing back with color, not just in gray. It's stunning. And also, my physical impediments that were starting to happen are reversing now. You got to realize the power of our thoughts. Dr. Restech says that uh, along the, those lines, if you believe strongly enough that a pill will help relieve certain of your uncomfortable symptoms when you are ill, your belief alone will alter your brain chemistry. Whether that alteration will be sufficient to cure you will depend upon the nature and seriousness of your illness. That's where you get drugs, placebos, miracles, involve different orders of discourse, and we don't want to confuse them, but they all have their own science behind them. See, the brain is different from every other organ in our body. you got to get this. While the liver and the lungs and the kidneys wear out after a certain number of years, the brain actually gets sharper the more it's used. Indeed, Dr. Riestek says, It improves with use. He says, furthermore, the functionality properties of brain cells continue to be altered through adult life depending on adult experiences. Remember, Dr. Caroline Leaf says that 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic, and we get conditioned, and fear is a conditioning force. Uh, Joseph Ledoux is one of my favorite quotes. He's a brain researcher, said, fear occurs before you know what you're afraid of. And Ledoux's research into emotions provide the basis for our understanding of intuition. And out of the book, Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot, uh, Dr. Ristek shares this story, this laboratory study that was done with mice. He says, if a rat in a cage is exposed to a sound, the animal initially orients itself toward and pays attention to the sound. But after a few repetitions, the rat ignores it. However, the animal will respond once again if the sound is paired with an electrical shock. So after a few repetitions of this pairing of sound and shock, the rat begins to display signs of fear whenever it hears the sound alone. That's how we've been conditioned by our media. To hate Trump, to fear Trump, that fears a racist, that fears this, that, that. COVID's gonna kill us. COVID's gonna this. COVID, you gotta fear COVID. You can't go out to eat. You can't have a Christmas party. You can't go to the Super Bowl party. None of that. And I'm gonna tell you, I've done eight classes. I was in Sturgis for the rally without a mask. I do my class at intimate. I have not been sick, and no one in our classes has gotten sick. You gotta get this. So going back to the rat. The rat, after a few repetitions of this pairing of sound and shock, the rat begins to display signs of fear whenever it hears the sound alone. That's how conditioning is. See, it stops what it's doing and freezes it in place whenever it hears that sound. It's been conditioned. It's actually psychologically called an anchor's been put in place. The animal's only detectable movement consists of the rhythmic chest excursions that accompany breathing. In addition, the rat's first stands on end, Its blood pressure and heart rate increases, and stress hormones pour into its bloodstream, which, by the way, is the normal chemical reaction in the body based on feelings. In a word, the rat is now conditioned, so that the sound, when presented alone, will elicit the fear response. This response is no different than what occurs when a rat encounters a cat. And Dr. Restack goes on to say, we humans can be fear-conditioned too. And that's what's going on. You've been played, player. you got to understand this. This is not about Republican or Democrat. This is not about Biden or Trump. This is about your health. The body releases 63 known chemicals. And those chemicals make you feel. And through an acidic environment, our body has inflammation, which breeds cancer. And you know what causes the release of the chemicals in our body? Our thoughts, what we're thinking about, our breathing, and our physiology. And when you're living in fear, when you're living in doubt, when you're believing the lies of state-run media and the Biden administration, you're killing yourself, people. I am Black. We'll be back in a few minutes.
0: Mike Gallagher, thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand With Israel Tour again. In 2021, this tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of the country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual places on Earth. More than a vacation, this is a bucket list trip. I personally want to invite you to join us. Register now, worry-free, no cancellation fees and full refunds up until May 8th. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. Join the Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit Freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club. That's likeitmatters.net.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And please, if you still do Facebook, uh, please like us on Facebook. We post about the show, we post pictures, and we want to increase our following because we need your support financially. So go to Like It Matters Radio. So it's Facebook.com slash LIM Radio. Facebook.com slash LIM Radio, and go to YouTube as well. Uh, We're creating a YouTube channel. It's there now. Uh, If you subscribe to it after we get 100, uh, then we uh, get our own URL. So just look up Like It Matters Radio. We're actually putting all these radio shows uh, on YouTube as well. And so today, the word of the day is lacrimose, but we're really talking about fear. Fear. And why does it matter? Let me share some research on why it matters. In the 1970s, researchers Paul Ekman, Wallace Friesen, and Carol Izzard became interested in whether emotions differ across cultures. So they showed photographs of emotional expressions to people around the world to determine if a smile means the same thing in San Francisco as it does in Samoa. They found that everyone recognized an upturned mouth as a universal sign of happiness, and there was similar agreement about expressions of surprise, anger, disgust, sadness, and fear. This impressive degree of accord among diverse cultures suggests that the basic emotions are automatic and pre-programmed. You hear that? Pre-programmed. But the task of determining the underlying neural circuitry of emotions has been difficult. Fear has been a particularly attractive candidate for study because it has easily measured physical correlates such as increased heart rate and release of stress hormone cortisol, right? That's why a lot of us have so much stress. Our body becomes acidic, which allows for inflammation, which is the growing bed, the fertile foundation for all disease. You remove inflammation and you remove most diseases. And so from minor apprehension to stark terror, Fear helps us make associations that keep us from harm, supposedly. That's why we were given it by God. Fear learning, by the way, is quick, powerful, and long-lasting, the research shows. If you think back to your childhood, chances are good that within your earliest memory is an event colored by fear. Now, he goes on to say that, interestingly... It appears that of all the emotions, pay attention, the brain devotes the most space and energy to fear. Why do you think Madison Avenue knows this? Why do you think uh, uh, you know, Saul Alinsky and Rules of Radical knows this? Why do you think Joseph Goebbels and the Nazi propaganda minister knows this? Why do you think the Democratic Party and the state-run media want you to be afraid of Trump, afraid of coronavirus, afraid of being close to somebody, afraid of being in a room with somebody? Don't you get it? Because the brain devotes the most space and energy to fear. It's the easiest way to manipulate people. And so they're just taking the easy route. And a lot of you make it so easy for you to be played, player. Charles Darwin, you remember him, right? Charles Darwin was one of the first scientists to suggest that fear has a biological basis when he noted that nearly all animals exhibit fear in the same manner, from birds and rats to apes and humans. Animals in peril display a stereotype behavior pattern that includes freezing in place, increased respiration, heart rate, release of stress hormones, and increased tendency to startle. Sound familiar? Sounds like America, doesn't it? Because fear responses are so well conserved across species, it is possible to learn a lot about human fear from animal studies. Most of the research has focused on fear conditioning, which explores how an animal learns to fear specific stimuli when it's environment. Got it? And so this is what I've been talking about for this whole show. So now fear conditioning is a form of what's called classical conditioning, the type of associative learning pioneered by Ivan Pavlov. Remember Pavlov and his dog? Remember that? That was in the 1920s. It involves the repeating pairing of a non-threatening stimulus such as a light called the conditioned stimulus with a noxious stimulus such as a mild shock. Remember we talked about that in the earlier example in segment two. And it's called the unconditioned stimulus until the animal shows a fear response not just to the shock but to the light alone. That's the story I read from Mozart's "Braid in the fighter pilot. And that's, by the way, called the conditioned response. The most famous example, by the way, of human fear conditioning is the case of little Albert, an 11-month-old infant used in John Watson and Rosalie Rayner's 1920 study. Like most babies, Albert had a natural fear of extremely loud noises. So just so you know, we're only born with two natural fears. There are thousands of fears, but I want you to know this. We're only born with two natural fears, the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. Those are it. Everything else is BS, belief systems. It's a learned response. So I want, I want you to get, we're not afraid of bugs when we're little kids. We're not afraid of rats or nothing like that. But l- this is interesting. What they did is they took one of our natural fears. There's only two of them. And if you don't believe me, hold the child in your hand, you know, when they're real little, and then quickly drop your hand. Don't drop the baby. Please don't do this because I don't want you to hurt anybody. But if you drop the baby, its arms will flail out because the two only innate fears that we are born with are fear of loud noises and fear of falling, but we did not have a, quote, fear to white rats. And so what Watson and Raynor presented him with this little baby, with this 11-month-old baby, uh, a white rat. And when he reached to touch it, they struck a hammer against a steel bar just behind his head. So this little 11-month-old baby went out to touch his cute little white rat and behind them they hit a gong, hit a bell that the child didn't see. Right, I just want to make sure you get it. So they struck a hammer against a steel bar just behind his head. After seven repetitions of seeing the rat and hearing the frightening noise, Albert burst into tears at the mere sight of the rat. This is what they did to you with Trump. Fear, 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 racist, 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 hateful, 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 hateful misogynist, misogynist, misogynist. And then he'd do something stupid or say something stupid because he's known to do that, just like I am. And then uh, you guys have been conditioned. You've been played player. Just like now the state-run media is conditioning you that Joe Biden's a moderate. Joe Biden's good. Joe Biden just looks out for you. Joe Biden rode rode a subway. Joe Biden lost his son. Joe Biden has so much pain. He knows your pain. I mean, you say it over and over, and then they associate it with good, pleasant things and all things. Uh, Whether you like it or not. You're being programmed. You're being played. That's what this radio show is about, is getting you to think on your own. And so Albert, this little baby, burst into tears at the mere side of the rat because he was conditioned. They link two things together. In psychology, I like to call these anchors, where we connect two things. And so when one presents itself, the other comes with it. In addition, by the way, Albert showed some generalization of his learned fear response. He would cry at the sight of objects, get this, that resembled the white rat, such as a white dog or a white coat. However, he also showed a lot of discrimination. He was not fearful of toys or objects that were dissimilar to the offending rat. Why does this matter? Because this is what's going on in America. Did you hear this? That this lady uh, who won uh, the worst cook in America show, uh, that who criticized white privilege on social media, was charged with the child abuse murder of her 3-year-old foster child, who was white, this little white girl, and they beat her to death. And they've adopted a few white kids, and they got a few black kids. It's stunning. Police allege this woman's name is Ariel Robinson, 29, and her husband, Jerry Robinson, 34, inflicted a series of blunt force injuries on their adopted child, Victoria Rose Smith. Smith was taken to a hospital where she was pronounced dead. The two were charged with homicide by child abuse, the TV station reported. Ariel Robinson is best known for winning season 20 of the Food Network show Worst Cooks in America in August of 2020. Now, she was also a local comedian inspired television personality who posted a large amount of content on social media. What do you think she posted? Black Lives Matter, white privilege, white people are racist, prejudice. Now, she's adopting white babies. Isn't that interesting? So among those posts were entries decrying white privilege while talking about her three adopted children, all of whom were white. She said, quote, this one of her posts, my black children get treated the same way as my white children, and my white children get treated the same way as my black children. It's a shame, listen to this, that when they go out into the real world, that won't be the case. She tweeted on January 6th adding hashtags for white privilege and black lives matter just stunning so they're gonna have justice they're gonna get their revenge they're gonna get their reparations their restitution and so they're gonna adopt little white kids and beat them teach them that they're nothing that they're a bunch of crap that there's just evil ladies and gentlemen we gotta stop this i don't care who you vote for i don't care what side of the aisle you on but this is what's happening and even if you're in the victors' column now, even if you think it's cool that Biden won and all that, we're, we're killing each other. We're beating kids to death. We're, and look at the abuse rate of children at Cook's Hospital here in Texas. Five, uh, it's five times what it is normally. Spousal abuse. All based on fear. All so that Joe Biden get elected and so that you can follow the fear-based leadings of our state-run media. We're better than this. That's why you got to listen to this radio show for an hour a day so that you can keep in control of what goes on between the stimulus and the response. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
7: by dialing 800-351-4596. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-351-4596. 351 4596 800-351-4596. 800-351-4596.
3: Bringing liberty and...